here's a message from Ken Lavica. In sports, there are people and things more cringier than the other, and we're about to explore them. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Before we uh, truly dig in, I need to get something off my chest. Oh, here we go. Ken's going to rant about something again. As I always say, you want me to talk about something in particular? Or you want to have something talked about in particular on the radio? Get your own show. The name of the show is Ken Levick Alive. I dictate what we do. Bet. So, uh, just a couple of things. And it's nothing earth-shattering. I have no testament that I need to preach about when it comes to culture or our, our lives. More an annoyance and more annoying human habits. An observation, perhaps. Something I experienced firsthand. I can maybe pass along to others, Stone. By the way, Stone Labanowitz, radio life partner. hey you look beautiful today, by the way. You, um, you do as well. Uh, so, so I had to bring my girls to the dentist this morning. Addie and Lee, we went to the dentist, and I got the obligatory. Uh, hey, Dad, make sure. Like that's the thing when you bring when you bring your kids to the dentist too is you're always gonna get. Uh, and they gotta floss more. They gotta floss more. They gotta floss more. Like when when you're bringing your kids to the dentist, you know that you're going to get scolded. Like, it's inevitable. I, I, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be frank. My daughters do a very good job of brushing their teeth. Maybe we're a little lacking with flossing, but I'm, I, I truly believe that, that big dentist, big dentist, they are, they are in cahoots with the, the flossing industry. Who, who makes Johnson & Johnson? They make floss. Uh, we can go with them. Uh, Oral-B, they make floss. Uh, there is a, a partnership uh, that, 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 that dentists have with these companies that make floss where every time you go in, you have to get scolded because your kids just aren't flossing enough. I, that, that's, it happened when I was a kid, and I flossed okay, and, and my mom and dad got scolded, and now I have kids and they get scolded, so fine. Whatever. Other than that, it was a pretty positive uh, dentist appointment, no cavities, maybe some warning areas, whatever. It was good. Like, thumbs up. We're moving on. So I got into the office a little later. Our, our office is here in downtown West Palm Beach, a little bit later than, uh, than I typically do. And uh, it, it's, it's, it's bad luck, but it's been raining for about the last, what, hour in downtown West Palm Stone? Yeah, maybe like, an It hour. just won't stop. And you look at the radar, and it's one of those annoying things where it rains, and then all of a sudden... More pops up in the same area, and then more pops up in the same area. Things aren't like coming east to west. It's just like these these random rain showers on top of one another in downtown West Palm. Very irritating. So I get to our parking garage here in downtown West Palm Beach, and 
What's very annoying is that there's no point of having a parking garage if you can't have your car shielded from the elements, and that's the situation we find ourselves in here at ESPN West Palm. We're in the Phillips Point Towers. We're talking about in the, on the eastern seaboard in the southeastern part of the United States, there is, there, there is no plot of real estate where you have a, a higher uh, rental rate uh, a leasing rate than in these Phillips Point Tower. It is expensive here, right? You're paying good money uh, for top-notch office space. Uh, we at ESPN West Palm, uh, it's just sort of, hey, these guys are here, and uh, well, they need to park somewhere, so put them on the roof. So we park, we park across the street from our actual offices here at the Phillips Point Towers, and then there's a six-floor parking garage uh, next to the Hyatt Place uh, here in downtown West Palm Beach and uh, right off of Okeechobee. And so, so uh, it's, it's 110 degrees every day for like the last two weeks here. So typically you get in your car and you suffer a third degree burn from your seatbelt, right? Like that's pretty commonplace uh, over the last couple of weeks here uh, because, again, you park on the sixth floor. So uh, you have the sun just beating down on your automobile for uh, six, seven straight hours, right? Uh, Today, it's just nonstop rain. So I'm sitting in my car for five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, Ah, uh, the rain will stop, rain will stop. Nope, just on top of one another over and over and over again. Pockets of rain, so nothing. So then I realize, all right, fine. Right, I'm going to have to go out in the elements. So again, defeating the purpose of a parking garage. I'm going to have to go into the elements now. So fine, I trudge through that and the wind's blowing. And the rain's coming sideways and I'm getting soaked because, of course, this is the day I don't have the umbrella uh, in the car. So I'm in a bad mood about that already. Uh, and I get to the elevator, and most of the time, both elevators work in the parking garage. Most. I emphasize most. So I get in. I get in the sixth floor to head down to one, okay? I head down to one. But this this is the crux of the story here. This is the whole point of me telling this story. I just needed to, to get all that other stuff off my chest. This is the point that I'm about to make. This isn't a conversation about elevator... Um, conversation, small talk. I know, Stone, you excel at that. Uh, I, I choose the don't acknowledge anybody in the elevator other than a hello. I don't need to make small talk. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to hear about their day. I don't want to compliment their clothes. I don't want to know what their commute's like. I don't care. I don't care. So I look up at the numbers like 75, 80% of people do and go antisocial, and that's good enough for me. That's good. You like to chat, chit-chat, do that whole thing. That's fine uh, to each their own. This is not a conversation about that, though. This is a conversation about people waiting for an elevator. This is a conversation about people who are standing, waiting to get on the elevator for their ride to whatever floor, whatever their destination is, okay? I get down to one, and I'm about to get off the elevator, and there's a guy, full suit, looked like a three-piece suit, obviously with one of these financial firms that's moved into the Phillips Point Towers, right? He's a very busy man. Uh, He's crunching numbers, right? He's got to advise people on their portfolio, their 401k. So, So he's real transfixed in what he's doing, right? So the door opens, and this guy just comes barreling in and just hits me right from the front. Just runs right into me, not even paying attention. 
and then proceeds to, oh, sorry, didn't see you there. Didn't see me there. First of all, what's the rush, dude? You're going to get on the elevator. Second of all, you're so important. You're so self-absorbed that you don't think that maybe, just maybe, in one of the most populated, most sought-after office spaces in the southeastern United States along the eastern seaboard, you don't think that maybe, just maybe, there's someone like yourself, a business professional, that might be, oh, I don't know, when you're on the first floor of the parking garage getting off of the elevator? You don't think, you know, oh, I didn't see you. Uh, the fact that you're, you're so self-important that you, you, you don't even think that maybe, just maybe, uh, there might be someone looking to get off, that's just jackass behavior. I, I mean, that's despicable. And so this, this is me making a plea to you, the rest of the people in the human race, okay? Elevators are a pretty common mode of transit when it comes to up and down, right? Here in downtown West Palm Beach, lots of tall buildings. The way you get up and down them is an elevator, okay? Unless you're one of those pretentious CrossFit people and you're walking the stairs, right? So elevators pretty common when you live in an urban setting. I, I do not understand... Why some of you, your human nature dictates that when a, an elevator door opens and you're not the one on the elevator. Like, this is a right-of-way discussion. Right-of-way discussion, just like in traffic. Four-way stop. Who got there first? You go. If you got there at the same time, person to the right, they have the right-of-way. Very easy conversation. In case you need a refresher, elevator conduct, elevator protocol, elevator right-of-way. When the door opens, the person in the elevator has the right away. Okay? When the door opens, the person who is in the elevator has the right of way. You can wait two or three seconds, dope, before you go ramrodding your way onto the elevator. And it happens more often than I'd even like to admit to me on that elevator. On any elevator. Hey, if you're waiting to get on the elevator, wait, jerks. All right. All right. So I, I, I do think I, I, I do enjoy this topic. I, I do think there's a lot here. I think it speaks to a bigger problem we have in society. Uh, it's a societal problem. I no doubt. People do not know elevator etiquette. You, there is, <laughs> the elevator's not going anywhere. The elevator's not going anywhere. You can wait the three or four. It's, a, it's not like the door opens and then I go barrel rolling out like I'm in an action movie and then the door immediately starts closing. It doesn't work like that. Give it three, four, hell, even five seconds. I promise you, you'll be able to get on and head to your skyward destination. So I don't think it's necessarily elevator etiquette. I, I think it's main character syndrome. I, I think a lot of people suffer from this syndrome. I do think it is... A pandemic, to be completely honest with you, because let's, let's put ourselves in the thought process of billionaire Wall Street, buddy. All right? Puts a suit on. Buy, sell, buy, 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 sell, sell, buy, buy. So he clicks that button down on the first floor. He's ready for his elevator, whether he's on the first, second, third, fourth. And fifth, he's got a big floor. board meeting coming up. Well, he's clearly big not on the sixth floor meeting. with yeah. the ESPN yeah, members no, and the construction no, workers. Trust me, a man in a three-piece suit. Uh, that dude's not on the sixth floor. The exposed to the elements, uh, ESPN West Palm only uh, portion of the parking garage. No, this man has a uh, a roof 
over his automobile. <laughs> he has a covering over his automobile, no doubt. Well, it's the ESPN, it's the sports guys and gals and the construction workers. That's really who they throw up on the sixth floor. Right, right. So, again, he presses the button on the first floor, ready to uh, take his venture to his vehicle. If the elevator's coming down. If it was already coming down, that means somebody's in it, yeah, there, buddy. Right, 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 right. So, so, so somebody's in the elevator, mm-hmm. which means somebody has to get off of the elevator. Right. So there's bypass number one. I mean, he, it's a parking garage. It's not like you're going from five to two. Yeah, you, do you don't every, have an important meeting on the second level. Right. No, you're not the only one in the parking right. garage. Clearly, there's, right. there's a high percentage chance uh-huh. that somebody's if, in that elevator if, coming if, down. If something's coming from six to one, you can clearly see it. Right. Chances are there's a, uh, a whole-ass human being in there. So there's step number one that he neglected to acknowledge that somebody might be in this elevator that's coming down to the first floor. There's number one. Number two, I don't want to be a friend. I don't want to be associated with. I don't even want to speak to the person that thinks it's okay to try to get on the elevator first when somebody was coming down. Right. Now, if you... Don't think that there's somebody in the elevator. That's your problem. Because, like we said, there's a good 90% chance somebody's in the elevator coming down. That's just how elevators work. Especially, uh, like, this time of day. I mean, uh, come it on. It was late morning, early afternoon. Yeah. So, so it, it speaks to a societal problem in main character syndrome where that guy thinks where he's going is more important than whoever the hell's on this elevator coming down. Well, I, I can't, but, but here's the thing, too. Like, this goes past, uh, you know, financial firm guy. That ran right, and it's just the gall of the whoop. Didn't see you there. That that is not even that's not even close to what the actual reality was. You didn't have the wherewithal to be paying attention. You're like you said in main character syndrome mode. And hey, I'm gonna lower my shoulder and linebacker my way out of this elevator because it's all about me. Because I gotta get to my car. Right, right. This is not a whoop. Didn't see you there. No, 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 no. I might be a short guy. I'm not that short. Okay. If you would have, if you would have lifted your head up instead of ding, they start barreling your way onto the elevator. We're not having this conversation, right? But when I was on the cruise several weeks ago, and I, and on our cruise ship, this Royal Caribbean ship, I, I, the the doors are clear. You can see who's waiting for an elevator. You can see who's in the elevator. There is a clear line of sight. There, th- these are these are windows. It's not like your typical uh, made of metal elevator door, right? People still, still, with an elevator full full of people. Like they, of course, people are getting off on like floor five of this cruise ship, or six, or seven, or by the pool. Clearly, doors open. Everything is full in the elevator, and people looking to get on the elevator start walking towards the doors. What are you doing? Where are you going? What are you thinking? I mean, it's just abject stupidity. And you know who it is? It was not the, the French people on the cruise. It was not the I know who it was. English people on the cruise. I know who it was. You know who it was. It was Bobby Joanne and mm-hmm. and, and and from Kansas. From and, Topeka, and, Kansas. And and their I, son you Bernie. You and I were on the same wavelength. Come on. I was gonna say Topeka, Kansas, and you read my mind, Kansas. Absolutely. They think this is their vacation. They uh, think this right. is their cruise ship. Come on, guys, get out of the elevator. We're gonna miss it. We don't have this type of technology where we're from. We gotta go to our room. Right. Oh well. I mean the other full people in the elevator have to go to where they're going too. Ah, uh, we put the we put the sunscreen on ten minutes ago. We can't let the power run out. Come on, get the pool. We gotta get poolside. We gotta get a chair. It's it's 10 15 in the morning and they're gonna come all the chairs. So all I'm saying, the whole point of that 
was stop being a bullish jackass, all of you. Stop it. Uh, You want to know what's wrong with society? You want to know what's wrong, why we have issues in this country? It's because we can't even get elevator right-of-way correct. Because we're all self-absorbed. It's all about us. Now, here's the difference between (laughs) me and you in a spot like this. Uh, If I'm on that cruise ship and I'm in that full elevator, and here comes Bobby and Joanne and, and, and their kids... I'm the guy to say something in the elevator. And I'm not saying this as... Did you do like a, excuse you? Anywhere near a flex or anything. I'm not. But I, I truly would say something. I would also say something to homeboy who, who bombarded you trying to get on the elevator. Yep. Just a simple, hey, what's going on there, boss? What, 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 are, you, what are you thinking? Call or, chief. Call oh, boss, call him chief. Give him something like that. Totally give him the yeah. chief there the in chief. that spot. You gotta hey, make, take you gotta, it easy, chief. You got to make him reevaluate yeah. everything. Like, oh, what did, hold on, what did I do? And then sure. when he's in that elevator sure. by himself, he's thinking. like, I should have. You're right. I should have. But I, I, but I was already like wet and in a bad mood. I didn't want to start a confrontation. I wanted to get in here, get settled for the show. I was obviously, because I sat in my damn car for 20 minutes on the 6th floor of our parking garage, uh, thinking that maybe just maybe this storm system would pass through, but it didn't. Um, uh, I, I wanted to get in here and get prepared. It was much later than I wanted to be. But if I'm on that cruise ship, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm in that elevator. I'm saying, hey, uh, you know, what do you think we were going to do, guys? Yeah. Or, uh, you, you know, we, we, we got to get out of the elevator. Typically, that's what we do when the elevator's full. Yeah. Just make it really awkward yeah. for everybody. Make it really, really uncomfortable for the family. I, I love doing those things because my prayer, and I, I do pray to God about this every night, <laughs> that when you encounter people like this, you can slip something in there. You can say something to somebody. You can do something to somebody where they go home and think about it. But because or, because they, they're not used to being humbled. Uh, never. Yeah. Uh, they, they uh, never. That's a great point. They're the people who, who get in the HOV lane when they're yeah. driving solo. They're yeah. the people who get in that merge lane without yeah. other, other people who need to get over. Those are those people, and you need to... You need to cheek check them every yeah, once no, in a while right. because and you have to think about what you're doing and how you're living your life. I think that that's very well said. I think that's very well said. And uh, I'm assuming that this guy's name is probably like William. Uh, he could be called Bill, but he's a big time financial guy. So you got to go William in that spot. I, I, I could have been, uh, been like, hey, Chief, William, all right, look where you're going. And then he would have thought about it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, I don't want to waste all of our time with that. But that, that, that uh, It's topical, man. It, it happens every day with a lot of people. It drove me crazy. It drove me absolutely crazy. Travis uh, tweets in, preach, brother, more etiquette, mother bleepers. Amen. <laughs> Amen, Travis. I think that's Amen. very well said, too. Uh, how much of the ESPYs did you watch last night, Stone? <sighs> I think your normal dose of social media ESPYs. Yeah, you kind of just followed the algorithms. Didn't really tune in much ABC, ESPN. Right, the stuff that yeah. popped, popped right in front of my face. Mm. Other than that, I didn't tune in. Yeah, I, uh, I saw and I thought it was very poignant. Uh, Damar Hamlin honoring the Buffalo Bills medical team. I, I thought did that, a great was, job. that was extremely emotional. Like, that's the ESPYs at its best. Right there was that. He couldn't keep it together, obviously. He broke down and cried. He apologized after. There's no need to apologize for anything like that. The ESPYs, to me, uh, I can take it in small doses, not because I think that it's, it's bad. And I, I appreciate having an evening, and I appreciate this week during the, this time of year because I can at least separate from sports a little bit because we're inundated with it all the time. Um, I, I like to have a chance to... Maybe I'll catch up on something on Netflix. I don't have a game to watch, whatever. Um, so I don't usually tune into the full ESPYs broadcast. But the biggest reason I don't, because generally it's just too heavy for me. It's very emotional. The ESPN, for all its faults, 
uh, does a great job of telling stories and tugging at heartstrings and human element and all of that. So this was no different. But too stimulating for you? Uh, no, no, not even too stimulating. I'm fine with the stimulation of it. What I, it's the type of stimulation. It's the, I don't want to spend three hours in the middle of summer on my, my break from sports being a blithering, sobbing mess because of sports, you know? Makes and sense. I find it sometimes to be very self-congratulatory when it's not weepy. And so I'm okay without that. Um, I talk and give enough flowers or criticize people enough on a daily basis. Mm. I don't need to see them congratulate themselves. Mm. Like I'm just, I'm not a big award show guy. Like okay. period. For that reason, the self congratulating part of it, I'm not. That um, I can respect. Uh, you bet. When I win a Marconi someday, I'm going to be talking about that for like an entire week. <laughs> uh, Radio Emmy. Uh, so, LeBron James set the all time NBA scoring record during the course of this past season. Topping Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. For that, he earned the record-breaking performance of the year honor at the ESPYs. Now, even before LeBron accepted his award, you had a feeling that something corny was going to happen. First of all, he was wearing the most ridiculous glasses you're ever going to see on a human being. I saw someone on social media describe them as the glasses worn by the evil scientist in Despicable Me. The one who's in charge of all those little yellow creatures. Oh, yeah, the minions. Yeah, the minions. Yeah, he's, he, he's the father of the minions. And it, it definitely looks like that. He looks like any cartoon evil scientist with those glasses on. So it was then where I thought to myself... Something cornball is about to happen. Yeah, I caught some Willy Wonka. Yeah, 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 definitely Willy Wonka-esque, no doubt. Mm -hmm. No, Johnny Depp, Willy Wonka. Um, And then his his wife, Savannah, and his daughter stepped to uh, the podium last night. And it was actually very sweet. They gave him him the honor. But, but, they clearly... uh, the thing with LeBron is I think he presents creative ideas sometimes, and he, d- he has all yes-men around him, right? Like, there's nobody who's ever going to check him. I mean, he doesn't have—God, oh, that is more than a good point. I don't think anybody has no. ever said no to LeBron since he turned, like, 25. No, right, so he's just got a bunch of yes-people around him. So I'm sure he set this whole thing up where Savannah, his wife, is going to, is going to talk up LeBron, and it, they did the thing, the old comedy bit— where someone's about to swear, and then you've got a kid going, no, no, no. So what's his daughter's name? Is it Zuri? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you actually nailed it. Um, Savannah James, LeBron's wife. And again, I'm not being critical of them. I'm being critical of this idea. It's just, I mean, it's corny. We've been there, done that. Let's advance comedy a bit. Savannah, Savannah James and Zuri James did the following on ABC during the ESPYs. I wanted to tell you what I think. I think LeBron James is the baddest mother... Mom. All right. And of course it gets like applause, 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 uproarious laughter, but it's only because it's Savannah and Zuri James doing it. Like that's... Maybe I'm being a little too critical. That's the oldest big group comedy bit in the book. 
if you're parlaying this, what LeBron James is about to say, I don't want to interrupt you so we can progress and, and get to LeBron James because I have a lot to say about Savannah and Zuri, and uh, obviously yeah, I, it's on the other and, side and again, of you. I, and again, it was well, like, fine, like, good. We, we got the family involved, but, but to me, my creative juices, I would have gone a different direction. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. What if it wasn't for that crowd, whatever you had planned? Well, maybe it this was, was for that crowd. This got what it. Uh, it you know, it, no, it got, you're right. It got the intended reaction. That's all, that's all they're there for. Maybe I'm just looking for more. Maybe I'm looking for more stimulation in that moment. Okay? You're looking for pure and, and traditional and real comedy. Yeah, like, I'll put it this way. Uh, I, I much preferred Norm MacDonald oh, hosting the ESPYs God. back in 1993 in that type of comedy at the ESPYs where everybody's just getting ripped apart as opposed to, <gasps> wait, LeBron James' wife was going to say mother bleeper, but oh, his daughter cut her off. I mean, that's the oldest comedy bit in the book when you, ha- you have a large crowd, all right? And so maybe I was just looking for more. But then that set the stage for the cringe that is LeBron. Uh, at any point this summer, Stone, have you read any think piece? Have you seen any tweet? Have you heard any opinion? Have we had any conversation about the prospect of LeBron James retiring? Absolutely not. Do you want to know why we haven't? Because he's not retiring. <laughs> because there's no way, and nobody ever had it enter their frontal cortex of their brain, that LeBron James was retiring from the sport. But LeBron James thought that you thought that LeBron James might retire. Why? I don't know. But LeBron made sure to tell you last night, that he's sticking around for another year, even though there was no question that he was sticking around for another year. Here's LeBron. I don't care how many more points I score or what I can or cannot do on the floor. The real question for me is, can I play without cheating this game? The day I can't give the game everything on the floor is the day I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, that day is not today. it is I think it's the fact that that entire thing with LeBron was just set up for cheap applause like maybe that goes to Savannah and Zuri with uh he's one bad mother mom like, it's just cheap oh, oh. and then that like, nobody like, I I don't know I actually don't know one single person both in media or or my personal life who actually like, I, I'll, I'll God's honest truth it has not entered my brain once over the last two months since LeBron's season ended. Did we just see the last of LeBron? Because it's not a thing. That's not a thing. LeBron retiring hasn't been a thing. Remember when he tried to like maybe plant it a little bit after he broke Kareem's scoring record? Like insinuated like he was a little bit tired. But everybody in their right mind knows. Anybody with an off mind knows. That there's like what? It didn't cross anybody's mind that LeBron could retire. There's been no speculation. There's been no rumors. There hasn't been any first take discussion. There hasn't been any debate, nothing about LeBron retiring. Yet to get cheap applause and to generate a storyline, LeBron last night went there and presented something that nobody thought was actually a thing that hasn't entered anybody's mind. But LeBron just concocted it out of thin air, this cheap applause 
I'm not retiring. Not yet, baby. Uh, nobody asked about that. Nobody even had a question about that. I don't care how many more points I score or what I can or cannot do on the floor. The real question for me is, can I play without cheating this game? The day I can't give the game everything on the floor is the day I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, that day is not today. And honestly, Stone, I know you love them, but the lucky for you guys, I mean, are we kidding with that? I, like, I'm, I'm going to start... I'm going to start the show every single day from here on out. Every day at noon, I'm going to turn my mic on. And here, here. Can you play the open real quick? Can you play the open of the show real quick? I'm just going to, in real time, I'll give you a demonstration. In, in, uh, the, in the, the inspiration is LeBron. I'm going to give you, just start, give me the open of the show, and I'm going to tell you how I'm going to start this every day. On your mark. Get set. You are listening to Ken Levick Alive. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up. Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 1063. I might not do this radio show one day. But lucky for you, I'm here. I'm just going to start the show every single day. And then you say, you say, Ken, it's so great to have you here. And give me vociferous applause. That's how we're starting every day. Done deal. I mean, that was so self-serving last night from LeBron. And I get it. Like, LeBron, GOAT, LeBron, best score of all time. <laughs> but, like, that, that stuff is so... Uh, Right, just cheap applause. Lucky for you, that's not the day. LeBron, nobody thought you were retiring. I didn't even know what he was talking about at first. But but here's the worst part. Because we're in this, this barren, vast, dry wasteland of nothing happening in sports this week, the slowest sports week of the year, we're literally, there's dunes to our left with sand blowing, right? And to our right, is a, a, a mountain range bereft of any sort of 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 living creature, and we are we are through ripples of sand in the middle of this this cavern. The sun's beating down on us. Right, we look ahead and we see those little like wavy things that happen when it's really hot out. That we think is a mirage. We think it's water, but it's not. It's just like those little wavy heat waves. Right, and we are on our hands and knees, just crawling through the desert of sports right now because we're in that time of year. You know what the front, the first, the first top news story is right now on ESPN.com. LeBron announces he's not retiring. There was no discussion that LeBron was retiring. He literally just made something up, and now it's the front page news on ESPN.com. It's the top story. What are we doing? What are we doing? It's so cringy, Stone, and I know that's your boy. I know that's your guy, but it's so cringy. He literally made something up, and now it's the biggest story in sports. He made it up. He made it up for cheap applause, and it's the top story in sports. LeBron James is who we know him to be the most cringy person in sports, and that was top-notch cringe. We're running it back, baby. <laughs> Not done yet. Nobody thought he was retiring. There hasn't been a single discussion. Run it back. We Wa have, Wash King. I mean, 
we've we've probably had 48 shows since this season ended, and not once did it ever occur to me, hey, maybe Stone and Theo and Jeanette and I should talk about the prospect of LeBron retiring. Not once has it crossed my mind, and I do this for a living. And like to think I'm pretty in tune with what's happening in sports with, oh, I don't know, the greatest basketball player on the planet. We should try to bring on the writer who posted that article. And just talk about LeBron, you know, running it back, not retiring, but, and the thought that he gave. We no, 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 but it's coming from above. It's not the writer. Someone from above is like, make sure you post that. LeBron said he's not retiring. Uh, and I suppose you could say, oh, well, it's ESPN using their own content to generate news. Like, that's fine. That's fine, and I believe in that. But LeBron made it up. He just made it up. Like, that, that, would, be, that would be like me. That would be like me coming on the air. And and being like, hey, I may, I may someday host a radio show in New York City, but not today. Lucky for you, not today. And then what do we do? We run that on loop, and every radio show on this station talks about it the rest of the day. Like something nobody's ever had any single solitary thought about, but because I said it, then we're going to try and force it like it's news. So cringy. So cringy. Ugh, that drives me insane. I want to talk about cringe today. Something or someone that makes you so feel so awkward, so uncomfortable. That was so cringy. I literally had my stomach in a knot watching that last night. Like, oh, this is so... I felt embarrassment for LeBron last night. That was so embarrassing. And then to get his family involved, to drag his family into it, it was so cringy. As of late... What or who in sports has been just super cringy? What or who in sports has been super cringy? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. As of late, what or who in sports has been super cringy? 888-760-3776. He's Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. care how many more points I score or what I can or cannot do on the floor. The real question for me is, can I play without cheating this game? The day I can't give the game everything on the floor is the day I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, that day is not today. Ah. Ah. Now, back to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. LeBron James, the top story today, ESPN.com. LeBron James announces not retiring. Even though nobody has discussed the prospect of him retiring. I uh, I mean, just the, the... It's not enough for him that he's getting an award for breaking the all-time scoring record in the NBA. It's that he has to make up a narrative about himself. That there was a chance he was going to retire. That didn't happen. That did not happen. There was nobody. Nobody thought he was going to retire. It's so cringy. It is so cringy. Who or what in sports as of late? Who or what in sports has just been super cringy? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Who in sports as of late has just been super cringy? 888-760-3776. 
You experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle Joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to beautiful equine capital of the world, Wellington. That's where we find Daniel here on Ken LeVica Live. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Mr. LeVica. Thank you for taking my call. Congrats on 20 years. On the radio station. Appreciate you. Um, I agree with LeBron James. He should have just said he was not going to retire, um, you know, and stopped all that nonsense from the beginning. But I was going to say Zion Williamson as of late because, you know, he was in the media for the, for the baby mama drama. But just that kid was so special in college. And now he's admitting to, you know, he's had eating problems and he's being honest about it. But he could be something special, I feel. And just watching what's happening to him is, uh, is not cool for me. Yeah, appreciate the call, Daniel. Uh, it's disturbing uh, what's been happening. I would say cringy, though, is this, uh, what's her name, Mariah Daniels? Mariah Daniels? Mariah Mills. Mariah Mills, the um, the the OnlyFans, the creator, uh, who <laughs> went on a seven-day, 3,047-tweet rampage over Zion Williamson after he announced that he was having a child with another woman. That's cringy. That's definitely cringy. I, I do think Zion belongs in this conversation, though. When you're talking about cringy, his career has become cringy. Where he currently stands in the sport of basketball is cringy. So I think he's a viable customer here. Uh, does anybody know, by the way, where Zion Williamson actually is? Like, does anybody know where he is? What he's doing? Uh, everybody has an opinion on Zion Williamson, but like Zion Williamson hasn't really actually uh, talked with anybody uh hasn't really come out and discussed anything is he going to stay with the pelicans is he not going to stay with the pelicans who's he going to play for next year i have absolutely no idea who or what in sports as of late is just the cringiest lebron last night that was all cringe all the time at the espies 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 tweeted us at klv1063 that's 888-760-3776 7673776. Uh let's go to social media and James tweets in, I like LeBron and I root for LeBron, but he is always super cringy, always. Well, whether it's lying about reading all these books, whether it is lying about things he knew beforehand uh that then came to be he is, he, he has, Stone mentioned main character syndrome. LeBron definitely has main character syndrome. Like, big time main character syndrome. Uh, let's see. Route 1 tweets in, Inner Miami, and it's sycophantic messy fans. Have you seen the, uh, have you seen the uh, temporary seating they've been putting up at Drive Pink Stadium to no, increase the capacity? I've not. I want this to go very well for Inner Miami. It's cool that Messi is here, right? It's endlessly hilarious. We've discussed it that Lionel Messi, the most famous athlete maybe in the history of the planet, who is as class as it comes, is going to be playing in a stadium 
that is flanked by a regional airport, a couple of auto mechanic shops, and a an appliance uh, storeroom, and by a Wawa. Like that, that's where he's going to be playing for the next three years. The the most famous athlete and maybe person on the planet. But I still, I hope it goes well. I want it to go well. I want Inter Miami to be a thing. But they put in in the corners at Drive Pink Stadium. You know how it's open in the corners. Yeah. Uh, they have the, the stands behind the goals, and then they have the the main stands to either touch line. They have put in temporary metal bleachers, like something you would see done in a hurry at a high school, in case it was homecoming and they needed additional seating. They've done that in each four corners. It looks so minor league. It looks so Bush League, and this is where Lionel Messi is going to be playing. <laughs> I mean, oh. it's a tough spot to be in. I, I do think when it's all filled out, you won't really be able to notice. I no, hope probably not, but it, just, it looks so cheapy, though. It looks so cheapy. It looks cheapy with nobody in there. Yeah. it's Godspeed. Godspeed. Godspeed, Inter-Miami. Godspeed. Uh, let's go to uh, Ted. Ted is in West Palm. Ted is on Ken Levick Alive. Yeah, Ted Baker here, Farnham and Farnham Financial. Listen, let me tell you something, Ken. I'm the guy from the elevator. Ted Baker, oh, Farnham God. and Farnham Financial, Phillips Point Tower. I want to tell you something. I listen to your little show every day oh, while I'm on my lunch break, oh, and I didn't even realize that was you. I thought you looked like a man. Instead, you look like a boy, some hell? fat sports pig, some net feared troll that's standing in my way while I'm trying Are to get on the elevator. Me? Do you have any clue how much I pay for rent? And for office space in this building, do you have any idea I what I pay for parking? Hey. I have a one hundred forty-five thousand dollar BMW M5 hey. on the second hey. floor hey. of that parking stop. garage, and hey. I'm waiting forty-five seconds no, 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 for no, no, you no. to get out of my way. No, now no, you no. should be thanking people like me. Oh. You're wearing sweatpants Ted. to work. Ted. You realize Ted. I'm wearing a dress <laughs> to work that's every day. You, you let me talk. You let what me. Is wrong that, with that's you? enough. That's enough. That's enough. That, I am not going to take that. That guy who ran into me in the, the elevator, that guy who had his head down, he's so self-indulgent, <laughs> couldn't see me as I'm yeah! coming out the elevator, just bowled into me. He had the goal to call me. The goal to, to – did you hear him not even let me talk? The troll. I, he I, was I, a troll. He called me a troll neckbeard. He's saying I, I didn't look like a man. What a jackass. <laughs> and he would add to the sweatpants instead of the V-neck. What? What a jackass. <laughs> and then he has uh, the audacity to talk about his money. Are you <sighs> kidding me? The guy who ran into me because he's not paying attention, three-piece suit, financial firm guy, who ran into me as I'm trying to come off the elevator today, had the gall to call into the show and start calling me names. Where do you work? talk about Where how rich he, he is. Where do you work? Where do you work? Uh, I think he's at Farnham and Farnham. I don't even know what that is. I'm so pissed off right now. I can't believe that. That's the most hoity-toity Palm Beach crap I've ever experienced, and I've been down here damn near 20 years. I didn't hate it. Hey, Ted, bleep off. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. Bleep off, Ted. I thought Ted did all right. I got to cool down. That was infuriating. He's still in the band. It's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. What the hell? From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Messages are pouring in. I've never had that happen to me in my entire career. Like, maybe even in my life. Just so 
like over the top disrespected. I, I am like you saw me in the breakstone. I was like furious, like shaking mad. Um, it's not hard to get you there, but yeah, you were. No, 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 no. But this is different. This is like a lot of the stuff we do on this show. It's sports, and I'll be ranty and do whatever. I can get worked up, whatever. But to, and I don't even care if that dumbass doesn't listen to another second of this show. I don't care. I don't want him to listen to this show anymore. If you're just joining us, as I'm coming into the office today here at the Phillips Point Towers, downtown West Palm, and and the Phillips Point Towers, uh, if you're not uh, familiar with them, if you've been on the Intracoaster, you've been downtown West Palm, uh, right by the Okeechobee Bridge into Palm Beach, there's the two identical towers, right? Those are the Phillips Point Towers. A lot of money uh, in the last year and a half or so. A lot of financial firms up in New York have moved all of their their people and their stuff down here to the Phillips Point Towers, here to South Florida, here to Palm Beach County. And so we have an immense amount of high, uh, b- big-time, big-money high-powered business people here. We see them every day. They walk right by our studio window. This dude today, as I'm coming off the elevator on one of our parking garage to walk off, he did that that really annoying thing that drives me insane, and we talked about it at the start of the show. You're waiting to get on the elevator, and then there are so many people that are so self-absorbed that they're not even looking, not even paying attention, and the door's open, and those people just barrel their way, ramrod their way onto the elevator without even paying attention uh, and having the realization that somebody's probably coming off. The elevator right away states you come off the elevator. You let people off the elevator before you get on. This guy wasn't paying attention. He's so self-important. He had his three-piece suit, all that nonsense, and he just walked right into me and, and, and goes, oh, sorry, I didn't see you there didn't see me there it's just so arrogant it's so arrogant and I should have said something but then that guy who ran into me in the elevator he he called the show and literally just a string of insults talked about how much money he had his BMW what do you say is $145,000 BMW you know how much I pay uh for for uh lease space here and parking space I've never experienced that before. There's a lot of, there are a, a lot of, of just over-the-top bad people, in, especially in Palm Beach County, uh, just money, they don't care about anybody. That right there, I've never been quite on the receiving end of something like that. It's embarrassing. Like, this is my, I, and, and like Stone finds it funny, and I, maybe someday I'll find it funny, but I'm, I'm more just, like, annoyed. I'm mad and I'm annoyed. Like, how dare he call this show and and start disrespecting me and hurling insults at me? Uh, we begin a lot of messages. Why don't we Why don't we read through some of these messages, Stone? Uh, because I, I can't remember the last time something on this show happened where there's been this much immediate uh, reaction to it. And I, uh, what, what what are some of the what are some of the things that people are saying, Stone? So obviously, I'll keep all these anonymous, but. Phone's going pretty hard with messages. Uh, the guy who just called in, Proof Ken Wright, was a good one. I thought that was a good one. Oh, yeah. Guys, I, I mean, it, Ted, I think his name was. <laughs> yes, it was. Tell Ken Disgusting. to. <laughs> here's another one. Tell Ken to stop being a, uh, a P. Can't take that, bro. Go find that $150,000 car and take a dump on the hood. <laughs> Better go knock on that bleeper's door live on the radio. 
So anyway, people want me to track this guy down and, and fight him on the radio. He was a stick mic. So we're live. And then I got another one that says, wow, is uh, is this real? So, so uh, it's good. It's, it's really disgusting <laughs> is what it is. And it reinforces everything that I, I sort of characterized about this guy. Just unbelievable. Farnham and Farnham. We gotta, we Just gotta, unbelievable. We gotta go find this thing. All right, we need to reset, okay? I, I probably am not going to go find his car and take a dump on it, but I appreciate the suggestion. I appreciate that. I'm not sure it's in my best interest to go try and uh, find this guy and fight him on the air either. I don't want to end up with a legal problem, right? Vandalism in the dump case. Pooping on a car. I could see that going south for me. Uh, confronting him to fight him in his office. Could see that going south for me. Absolutely. I... I it's probably best if I just, uh, we, we let it go. So that's what I'm going to try to do when we come back. I mean, what an unbelievable, unmitigated jackass that guy is. All right, when we come back, an MLS broadcaster who sounds like Mickey Mouse. And the ringer's at it again. Crying, 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 crying. Because Damian Lillard wants to come to the heat. <sighs> Stone the Banowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.